Oh, what it is, yo. Oh, what's up? What's up? Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> we got another show here in Atlanta from your boy, Day Notice and... KP, a.k.a. Coconut Mike, a.k.a. your boy, a.k.a. Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> and this is I'll Tell You What. So, Kyle, tell me real quick... Uh, about your week and then we'll dive into what we got going on this week on the show okay all right well uh this past week uh was the beginning of lent Mm -hmm. so that's kind of uh it's a christian holiday for those that don't know it follows uh mardi gras or fat tuesday but uh, essentially it's the 40 days before easter uh and in the christian tradition you want to give up or abstain from something that you do regularly to kind of help you remember uh, the sacrifice that Jesus went through uh, going into the season, so to speak. So for me, I chose to give up alcohol. So all forms. Okay. So, you know, I'm usually get home from work. I'm like, Hey babe, what's going on? Uh, you know, have a quick, quick brew or something. But gotcha, uh, yeah, so you. you know, it's just the little creature comforts that uh, no pun intended. But that you know help you out, and it's just something that I, I felt like it would be nice for me to see if I could do it. You know, g- mm-hmm. give that up for that amount of time, and kind of anytime I'm feeling like I want to partake in that, I can you know reflect and say that's not what everything's about we can we can find new ways to do things we're mobile agile hostile <laughs> <laughs> so yeah dude, what uh what about you what's been going on uh well uh like i said uh my coworker uh, becca had her baby last week Becca, uh, shout out to becca yeah wanna make her wanna make her yeah <laughs> shake your money maker what? <laughs> <laughs> uh that uh you know, just I've been riding the wave, man. Things have been good. Just you got the I'm, surfer shoulders going, pretty much, dude. Stay loose, breath. Stay loose, bro, bro. bro. <laughs> but I, I, nothing really major for me. Uh, just I'm feeling very blessed to have all the people in my life that are there right now. Hashtag, and hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, way up, I feel You're blessed. blessed. <laughs> uh, but that, that's about it right now. You know. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, I do want to give a shout out. Shout out. shout out time. Everybody, everybody get listen up for your shout outs. <laughs> shout out to Laura Kelme and Alyssa. Alyssa had a birthday last week, but. Oh, happy birthday, Alyssa. Yes. Way to go. She hit uh, the big 3-0 as well. Whoa, meat dude. She dirty. She dirty. Dirty 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll be there soon. I'm not there yet. I'll be there That's in a true. few months. So. Dude, make sure you get all those 20s out of you because <laughs> once you're 30. You're going to bed at 7. Pretty much. 7.30 at the latest. Oh. <laughs> after a slow roasted prime rib and some NPR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me get the red wine out real quick with that. Uh, <laughs> <Jew>! <laughs> Soldier Boy's favorite dipping sauce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so coming up on the show, we've got uh, a little pre-talk on March Madness. All right, y'all. We got NFL news today, or this week it was breaking into the new Ooh, year for, for the Shield. Yes. Um, we got NBA updates. Can't wait to talk to you all about that. Some some big things happened this weekend. 
Kyle, we've got your segment for shooting two. Shooting two. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna break down the uh, the situation that occurred yesterday evening with Russell Westbrook and a fan. Oof. You don't want to miss this. It's Stay gonna, tuned. It's gonna be good. And we're gonna round it out with Overwatch, and uh, that'll be it. Yeah, guys. Hey, so uh, just sit back, relax. Uh, make sure your tray tables are upright and your seats are in the upright and locked position, because we're on the flight, and when we land, we're going to tell you what. Are we back, yo? And we are live, baby. We live, We live, baby. baby. We live. Woo! Oh, you know we live now. (laughs) So, uh... Welcome back to I'll Tell tell You What. And... We're going to talk about March Madness real quick, guys. Woo! So I'm feeling the madness. Yeah. yeah it's, it's starting to creep in. Right? In the bones. Dun, dun, dun. They're like, uh, have you filled out your bracket yet? I'm like, it's not it's time. It's not time. I'm not ready. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was next week. <laughs> no, I'm ready. Uh, I need to watch more games. <laughs> so if you haven't been doing your homework, which Ooh. most of y'all haven't, I assume, because the let's average be on- yeah, let's, let's be honest. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> most people haven't. Um, UNC is a lock-in for number one seed, all right? North Carolina. Come on and raise her. Take your shirt off. Twist it right here. Because you want number one seed. (laughs) And we got Gonzaga. That's another one seed as well. Yep, yep. The Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. And we got Virginia. Okay. They've pretty much got that sewed up. Mm -hmm. So the hard decision for committee right now the committee is going to be if duke or kentucky is going to be the number the last number one seat okay Okay. now the reason why this is still up for debate unc skunked duke okay both times this season yeah so in the ACC, they beat them down yeah so but remember zion was not playing so that's the great debate on if that now so basically they were like the sentinels and Neo wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so Zion right over, fell. Yeah, Zion, <laughs> Zion literally fell. Matrix reference, y'all. <laughs> so if technically Duke wins in the ACC tournament, this could weigh heavy on a placement for their final. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So right, that's right, where right. the the difficulty lies for them. Now, Kentucky's had a great season as well, and they've just been riding that wave. Yep. So I don't know who's going to wear it. You know what I mean? Meaning yeah. like that the badge. Well, it's that, interesting so. you bring up Kentucky because they started out this season very, very lowly ranked for them. I mm-hmm. believe they were like at 16 at one point mm-hmm. because they just, you know, everybody was doubting Coach K. Yeah. They were thinking he's not bringing in these superstars like Duke. He's not getting the top 10 players. But slowly but surely behind the scenes, Coach K – very underrated X's and O's coach making it happen, coaching these guys up. And uh, lo and behold, they're right up there with Tennessee leading the SEC in uh, men's basketball. And that's that's how it's got to be, man. You just got to get out there and, and work hard. And, and they did it. That's what it, it's not about. That's why I have a problem, honestly, with Duke right now is that they are so focused on one player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That. Right. If you that one person's out, which he has been, they're gonna fall apart. So I like the fact that 
you don't know who's going to have the ball with Kentucky. And right. You know, it's, I mean? it's more of a team after kind of like Nova Villanova. Yeah. When they were and see it. Duke didn't used to be that way though. No, they, they, they have always had good players, but they've always been more of like a cohesive team unit. Mm-hmm. And it seems like these last like two or three years. Yeah. They're like getting to the championship, championship yeah. but they are more based off of like one or two players. Mm-hmm. So I think coach K is like relishing right now. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Coach K, Coach Cal. Yeah, you can say it. Yeah, I meant, sorry, in that whole Kentucky thing, I meant Calipari. I didn't want to correct you. But yeah, Calipari is looking his chops like, oh yeah. (laughs) Count us down and out. Let me have that coaching fuel. All right, so (laughs) I got some other, just a little little quick fact for you real quick. Okay, some quick hitters. Quick hitters. So do you know who the overall most wins, or who has the most wins, rather, in college basketball for that this season no no no. in general for ncaa tournament oh for the history Mm -hmm. of the tournament yeah uh kansas nope ucla with 11 oh i knew that i knew that (laughs) ah you know who has the second uh kansas no. <laughs> uh, Kansas. Kansas? <laughs> you were that guy? Like, B, 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 B on every test? Yeah. Like, statistically speaking, I've got a 50. Uh, statistically speaking, I'm going to get a good grade here. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So, it's actually the University of Kentucky. Oh, I should have yeah, got that. With eight national titles, okay? Wait, are we going with most title wins? Yeah, most title wins. Oh, dude, I thought you meant most total wins. Okay, my apologies. Because my that's apologies. different. Okay, okay. So it probably could be Kansas? No. That doesn't change it, no. Jayhawks, rock chalk. Oh, Jayhawks, <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so uh, Kentucky is number two with eight. Do you know who the number three is? Yes. It is not Kansas. No, I wasn't going to say Kansas. <laughs> it's uh, UNC. Yeah, good job. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Up by Michael Jordan for three. three. Woo, that foul was offensive. Uh, do you know who has also six national titles as well? Uh, Duke. Yes. You're No, that. Most people don't know that. So it's yeah. like both of the that's why the rivalry runs deep, yeah. bro. Very deep. So does Indiana only have one? They are tied for fourth with five. But that's okay. very good that you know that. I didn't tell you that. And I'm glad that you yeah. I'm very impressed that you know that, dude. Shaking hands. Yeah. Shaking well hands done. Hands. Well done. Quick hit is over. <laughs> Back to the business. So uh do you think Zion is actually gonna be a big force? With his scheduled return for the ACC tournament to warm him up for, you know, the yeah. NCAA tournament? Honestly, I don't think he will be. I think he's been out a little bit of time. I think all these agents, coaches, parents, you know, business people have gotten in his head. They're saying, Zion, you need to take it easy. You're going to be a big draft pick. And I don't believe in his heart that he wants to take it easy, but I think his mind is going to overpower his heart because he's had so many people talking at him. And he's, you got to remember, he's 18 years old. Uh huh. I know. So, yeah. like, young. It's just one of those things where when all the people you respect are telling you, you know, hey, take it easy. You have a big payday coming. You don't want to mess this up. I think he's not going to, he's going to, metaphorically speaking, 
dumb it down on his body. And and honestly, that's going to put him at a little more injury risk, and he's not going to play as well as he's capable of. That's my opinion. He could do well. I don't know. No, I, I think you're you're right. He's going to listen to other people. They are in his head. But at the same time, I think he's just going to be like, nah, beast mode engaged. This is my – the ACC – remember, ACC tournament is mm-hmm. a big one. So Yeah, probably I, the toughest uh, of all the – the uh, conferences, conferences as far yeah. as basketball goes, ACC. ACC. <laughs> uh, so I think he's going to be like, nah, bro, like I'm here to shine. I'm going to show you what's up. And then I'll like take it easy for the NCAA tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Okay. I think so this week he'll probably get some like quick reps because maybe what he'll do is he'll end up having like his show off or what do you call that? Uh, showcase there we go you know what i mean like showcase for this and then take it easy in the next tournament okay so like you know you can push the envelope here envelope Uh, yeah you know what i mean (sighs) in a control a more controlled environment Mm -hmm. as opposed to that big i know it's not as big of a stage but it's still a stage he wants to just big as the nba yeah not a no i mean like the 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 tournament. tournament yeah oh the acc tournament yeah. isn't as big yeah but it is as far as uh you, you'd be surprised how many of the fans and the acc coaches and the schools really treat that tournament as you know you get respect if you win that tournament mm-hmm. and i get it duke maybe not so much because they're like constantly in it yeah, yeah that's but what i'm like, saying for so. virginia they're in the acc oh yeah, yeah no and that's what i'm saying like this is your last minute chances to see if you want any tweaks or anything especially since they're both like you just said in the same tournament in the same conference Mm -hmm. this is like if you can make it to the end against these teams you're gonna see what you're going against in the end because statistically speaking they're the number one seats yeah so the only person who's not in that situation is gonzaga and hate it hate it for you bro but he was you a little baby you were the baby conference (laughs) so Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, let me ask you this real quick. Yeah, go ahead. We can get more into it next week because we'll have gotten our teams. But mm-hmm. just off the top of your head, I want your pick for winner of the whole the whole thing, the big dance, and I want dark horse team. So somebody that's Ooh. not necessarily thought of as a good team, but like you think has a chance of winning it all. Okay. So I love UNC. Mm-hmm. Tar Heels. I love the Tar Heels. It's not going to be them, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Who's I, taking it? It might be Virginia. It might be a sleeper. Dude, you know yeah, that like, they lost in the first round last year. I know. First number that one was, seed ever to lose to a was, 16 seed. <laughs> I just want to make sure you that know that. That was last year. I have confidence <laughs> in them this year. I might change next week, okay? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, you know, I, I change I, my teams. Like, hey, I change my pants every day, you, okay, bro? You're inside of All right, so, and then your dark horse team. My dark horse team. I think is probably going to be Kentucky. Okay. Or like I okay. just I'll count them as a dark horse because of where they started the season. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the yeah. sneak the sleeper is the on sleeper. on that team, bro. Yeah. So and yourself? I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the winner of the whole thing as Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. I'm so done. <laughs> and, and the dark horse tennessee oh and, my yeah. god they're the only 10 i see in the tournament Woo! you know what i'm saying that was good that was good <laughs> all right well uh, let's wrap up that college basketball talk when we return on the other side of the break 
we're going to break down the National Football, Football League, League moves on I'll Tell You What. Woo! Are we back, baby? Yeah! I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we've got The Shield. That's right. Captain America. <laughs> Old Someone get this man a shield. shield. <laughs> Old NFL talk for you, all right? Mm-hmm. So, good news for one player right now, all right? Which player is that? Antonio Brown. Ooh, the circus Ax- is in town? Yeah, dude, because last week he was going to go to the Bills, it looked like, <laughs> and then he ended up on a Raiders. Buffalo Bills. Dude, that's not a bad team to be on, actually. I'm telling you, everybody's sleeping on them. If they can find a receiver, I think they're going to be okay. They still I- have that like, I mean, he'll be a sophomore next year, but the rookie quarterback, Josh Allen. Yeah. Who is not that great. Uh, I think he's got a cannon. In my arm. opinion. Give him a target. Give him a target. Okay. Giving him the hands up. <laughs> Gonna throw my hands <laughs> up. They're playing my song. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> got a little party in the USA <laughs> going there. Literally, it, it, it's a party all around. It, it is. So. It is. NFL, man. Uh, NFL, NFL. How do you feel about that real quick? So, Antonio Brown going to the Raiders. Uh, I feel like it was a very good move for the Raiders. They only had to give up a third and a fifth round pick in this year's draft yeah. for him, which previously it was thought that you were probably going to have to give up at least one first round pick. Mm-hmm. So, they did very well on that as far as uh kind of getting him at a discounted rate. Uh they did sign him to a new contract, making him the highest paid player or uh, receiver in the league. And uh so all in all, Raiders did a good job in re- getting Antonio. I think the Steelers Probably, if they traded him for that, that's probably the best they were going to get. Yeah, no, because I agree. Because everyone knew they wanted to trade him. So What what was going to be the cost for it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I got you. Yeah. So. But, I mean, yeah, overall, I think it was a, a decent trade for for the Raiders. I, yeah, I'm, right? I'm, I just, the only, I reserve judgment until I see him play this year. If he starts acting a fool, like dissing the quarterback, getting Aaron in fights, Carr. yeah, and or or you know destroying the locker room, then I will say that it was a bad trade. But as far as right now, you got a good receiver. Well, Didn't have to give up that much. So no, I, I feel you. So what I'm on right now, I'm I'm proud of him too. I'm a little worried. L.A. is a big state. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oakland is a big stage out there. They want wins. So I don't know. Yeah. You got a big money owner. Exactly. Mark Davis. John Gruden is thirsty for that, like, to have some actual athletes on his team. And yeah. He's got it. Well, you know, he's probably heard the criticism. Oh, oh, yeah. Easily, easily, easily. So I just don't know. My thing is this, is you gave up a lot. In my opinion, this is the flip of the coin for, for me. You gave up a quarterback who Big Ben is big for a reason. He's Antonio tall. Brown gave it up. Yeah. Yeah. He's tall. He can see the field. Okay. Mm-hmm. He can throw it down the field because he <sighs> has an arm for that. Yeah. Darren Carr is not Hold that the phone. big. He's yeah. got a cannon. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not that tall. So I see this being a slight problem for him. Yeah. I, I would Derek Carr is not short though. You he's know not I mean? big Ben tall though. You know what I mean? Where he right. can like 
see like mentally in his head he can put that together. You know what I mean? I'm not t- taking anything away from him. He's still a great player. I just think that you're giving up on size. Yeah. So I, I can see that. And yeah, obviously Big Ben's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So easy. Derek Carr remains to be seen, yeah. but probably not going to be that. No. So no. yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. Great, so he, great talent. Yeah, he gave up a lot to go. Okay. But anyway, moving on. What so else you got? I've got the Patriots or the Pats. The Pats. Uh, they have given up a lot. You know what Bill does? He's like a one season team. Yeah. Where he just comes in, recruits people, gets them right out the door. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So Danny Amendola, he's out. Trey Flowers is out. Okay. And so Danny Amendola was one of their wide receivers, one of their better wide receivers. Yeah. Trey Flowers on the defensive line. Yes. Uh, one of the better pass rushers in the league. Mm-hmm. And who else? And uh, one of their tackle, o- yeah. tackles. Sorry. Uh, Stone. Yeah. 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 I forget his first Eagles. name. Yeah. He, but so. That guy, that offensive tackle, supposedly wasn't even having that great of a career, went to New England last year after their first-round pick got hurt, started for them, and now is considered one of the best offensive tackles Tackles. in the league. And all he had to do was just go to New England. So he actually got the largest contract for an offensive lineman in the history of the NFL going to the Eagles. Hey, bro. After only playing one year in New England. So... I mean, that it, being said, they did lose three pretty good players so, off of their team. So this day. is something else, too, and I've I said it before. And you'll say it again. And I'm going to say it again. <laughs> it doesn't hurt to be friends with Bill, okay? Bill is trying to help out a friend. Matt Patricia. Easy. Oh, yeah. You, you could easily... Because two of them went to to Detroit, yeah. Yeah, Trey Flowers and Amendola. He's trying to help you out a little bit. Yeah, supposedly everybody hates Matt Patricia in in Detroit. Really? No, I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, I I heard on um, somewhere this morning that uh, I guess the local media in Detroit (laughs) despises Matt Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Ah! (laughs) What do you want? So it'll be interesting. So I guess it. I think he was trying to get a couple of players that already had experience with Matt Patricia, yeah, into the locker room there. So he they would like maybe help soften some of the other players up to him because they said the players don't particularly love. Is it is it Patricia. Matt Patricia by the way? I don't know if that's his first name. Now I'm thinking about that. Whatever, but his last name is Patricia. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah. Matt. Oh, okay, Matthew. If it's not, I... sorry, Matt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sup, Matt. <laughs> Just thinking about that, I was like, is that right? Robert? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <But> yeah. So, <laughs> and I, one more quick point about the the Patriots. It's interesting how Bill will uh, set a price for the players that like are up for a contract, and he'll be like, "This is what you're worth to us. If you want a penny more." Go somewhere See else. Yeah. And everybody goes somewhere yeah. else. They're like, They're like, oh, well, cool. Got yeah. my ring. Bye. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, dude. It's hard it, to hate on them. Yeah, but. it really is. But they've got a factory going, dude. Yeah. But I will say, I will say for everybody that wants to say the Patriots are just this awesome organization, there has been two constants, Belichick and Brady. I promise you, once Brady leaves, they will not be as good 
or if Bill leaves, they will not be as good. Obviously, Tom's getting old, so he'll probably be the first to go. But just keep that in mind. It could be that it's just one really great coach or one really great player. So, you know who doesn't? Sorry to... No, no, no. Moving on. Moving on. The bus is leaving the station. You know who uh, doesn't actually have a factory that's uh, cranking it out right now? Uh, Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're close, but uh, Colorado. Colorado. The Broncos. Okay, okay. okay. So. With John Elway. Yeah. So Case Keenum is moving from the Broncos to the Redskins. Remember, they're trying to pick somebody. Yeah. They're going to try and pick up somebody. In the offseason, off the draft. They got Flacco. Yeah. Remember, he's old, though. So they're going to try and, like, get him to tutor or mentor. So they're going to draft another quarterback? Yeah. I'm dead serious. Like, Flacco is the greatest actor of all time. Looks good on paper. Nope. In actuality. You know what I mean? Like, So maybe this year they're just trying to uh, tank and they want to go for Tua next season. Maybe tank for Tua. It, it, hey man, you know <laughs> I, I can't. I can't dispute I've it. I've heard the Dolphins actually have been like in meetings where supposedly that's been said. <laughs> and they try to keep it quiet. They're like, "No, nah, we want to take for Tua." They're like, "What? Kyler Murray's coming out this year?" Like, "Yeah, we'll take no, for Tua." Take for Tua. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's uh, a thing. It's a thing. So the Buccaneers, real quick. Oh uh, yeah, they went shopping. Okay, okay. And you know who else the Eagles picked up? Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) The famous Deshaun Jackson. 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 He's back. Okay. He's he's back in Philly. The deep threat extraordinaire. Wide receiver. So I'm I'm anxious to see what he can do. Yeah. And last but not least, guys, I'm just going to wrap it up on this. There's nothing to really say about that. He's just really excited. You know what I mean? Deshaun. Yeah. Well, he started his career in Philly. Uh, I believe he let the Buccaneers know that was where he preferred to go. So they made it happen for him. Um, got some decent assets in return. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel you on that. So let me ask you a quick question before we uh, roll out here. Okay. Okay. The hunt for Le'Veon Bell is on right now still. Yeah. We're looking for teams that are in the hunt for it and who are interested are the Raiders. Mm-hmm. 49ers, mm-hmm. Jets, just to name a few. So Most all, all bad teams. All bad teams. But remember, Gruden is trying to put something together. It could be that he's actually trying to take those two Steelers and put them back over on the West Coast. I think it would be pretty good if they could do that. Marshawn was hurt last year. Yeah. Just remember that. So I, th- I, mean, I mean, he could totally be trying to do that. My problem with anybody looking at Le'Veon right now is you have to remember he was out for a full season. That mm-hmm. is in in the NFL. That's like the same five years. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time, uh, especially for a running back because they have to be up on their game. Like have to, have to, have to, you have to be quick, have to be powerful, have to be able to take that punishment. And if you're not in condition, you'll find out real fast, real fast, real physical. <laughs> Real physical, right up in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I would just, as a disqualifier for me, I wouldn't be looking at Le'Veon. So, that's just me. But as far as landing places, uh, the Jets would be the worst case scenario for him. Oh, yeah, because they suck. 
<laughs> so I, I would not want to go there. Maybe San Francisco would be cool because um, they are kind of on the up and up. Uh, but I don't know. The Raiders would be kind of a disaster. They already got <laughs> they already got uh, your boy AB, and then you're just adding more fuel to the fire by trying to get Le'Veon. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> Not when you got all those draft picks coming in. You don't want to set a bad example. For okay. So. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. But yeah, that's me. Uh, you got anything else in the NFL? No, bro. But I will tell you, we got NBA coming up next. Ooh, coming up next. So, yeah, guys, uh, just stay tuned and we'll be right back with some more. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, baby. What's up? We live again. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and we're back with the NBA. Oh, of course. The old NBA on yes. I'll Tell You What. Yes, dude. And I cannot wait to tell you what about the Lakers. Can Ooh. I just tell you that? Okay. You want to start off blazing? Bro, I am ready to go. I oh, am like lit. Man. All right. I'm just going to sit back for a second thing. All right. I well, can't. The Lakers are literally in the exact same position they were last year. Shocker? Yes. Yes, it is for me. It is. Not for me. Uh, you know what? You can sit down. Oh, wait, you are. So I'm just already <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> so please, they're in the same position. Like you, uh, well, you didn't t- say this to me, but apparently, what's his name? Uh, Brandon Ingram. B.I. He is no longer really a trade asset at this point. Nope. And neither is Lonzo Ball, unfortunately. Nope. So I don't know what they're going to do to generate new players. You know what I mean? Get some of this cash off of their bench. You know what I mean? Essentially. Yeah. I don't think any of them have big contracts yet because I think they're still on their rookie contracts. Um. But, you know, you brought up an interesting point, Lonzo, B.I., uh, both. Well, so Magic came in two years ago. Yeah. Technically, yeah, yeah. a year and a half ago. The so, power struggle, I remember. Right. So <laughs> he, when he came in, you had Randall, you had Julius Randall on the team, you had D'Angelo Russell on the team. Um, and so he came in, traded D'Angelo, uh, let, Julius Randle go in free agency. How are those two players doing now? No comment. Yeah. No. <laughs> D'Angelo is an all-star and no Julius Randle is averaging 20 plus points. No comment. So, and no comment. The uh, the only player left that Magic did not draft on the Lakers is Brandon Ingram. Okay. So, everybody else he either brought in on a contract or drafted. Got you. And this is all, like, I hate to say it, but this is kind of all on him right now. Like, Mm. it's make or break for him. And he said that. He said, if it doesn't work, I'll willingly step down. But uh, I'm just, I just found that very interesting. I was doing a little research today, and I was like, oh, he really tried to get his own guys in there. And it really has not been working out. To be fair, they have been bit by the injury bug. LeBron yeah. out for extended time. Rajon out for extended time. Lonzo. The whole team. That, that's my problem. Kuzma's the whole, been the only bright spot. 
Unfortunately, yeah, because nobody else has been able to stay healthy. And now that at the end of the season, LeBron is down to limited minutes at this point. Yeah, um, they they talked about that on Saturday, and I want to talk about Brandon real quick. So this is serious. What he has, he actually has blood clots. And uh, this that's is what, that's what sidelined Chris Bosh's career. That that's what I'm saying. So, but the this is why it's very unfortunate, and this is my this is no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my shooting too. Okay, okay. So Brandon is not necessarily set yet. Okay, Chris Bosh was established when he had that said as far as his reputation in the league. Yes, and had money already in his pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Brandon is posed to get to that point. He is not there yet. So to flip the coin, and this is why I'm saying this, is he should have probably stayed in college, bro. And I, I don't mean that with disrespect. Everybody wants to say like, Oh well, you know, just go pro and make all this money, and look what happened. Like I'm, I'm just saying, your time is never guaranteed. You never know what's in store for you. I don't mean that with any disrespect. I'm just keeping a one hundred on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I feel for you. I really do. You got a lot of potential, but you're probably not going to be playing. You're too much of a liability at this point. Yeah, so he, he is. He's definitely lost that luster, and it's going to be tough for him to get a big contract now, for that, sure, unless he balls out next year. That's if they allow him back on the court. You're going to have to pass a physical and see if this is like something that keeps coming back. Is it? Like, you really think it's that that serious, though? This has actually killed an athlete before. I can't remember what announcer. Yeah, but I'm but, saying, like, is his case. We don't know. That's why I'm saying it's up in the air. They have to do a lot of tests. Are we sure that this isn't just a way for them to shut him down for the season? Because this is something that you could easily say, and there may be like minimal evidence that it's possible that he has something like this, but it also may be that every player in the NBA has like that same minimal chance. They're just trying to sideline him because it's like so much bad press right now for him. And Lonzo. I don't know what's wrong with Lonzo, but... It was that ankle. So he rolled it. And I get it. Like, he would probably come... Bro, I'm giving you the stink eye right now. Rolled an ankle. No, 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 no. I hear you. He plays in the NBA. And I'm telling you, I I hear you. It's a real injury, but it's like two games. I know. No, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so at this point, I'm looking at it like, you should have already been back. But it, like you said, I just think that they're trying to conserve what they got at this point. Like... You know what I'm saying? They're going to try and do something in the offseason. I don't know what it's going to be. I just don't. You know what I mean? Like The only thing they can do, man. Pray. They got to go out. <laughs> they got to pray. They got to pray. Uh, but you know who else? Lord. Lord. <laughs> you know who else had a good game, though? Which game? On Saturday. Saturday. Which game? Uh, the Lakers versus Celtics. You know who had a good game? Ah, the best rivalry in the NBA, of course. Yes. Who? Kyrie. Now, I do want to talk about this real quick, guys. Kyrie, actually, their team plays better with him. I saw this. They broke it down on on the pregame show. Okay. He plays better with, or I'm sorry, the Celtics play better when he is not on the floor. They have more ball movement, and they do not settle for shots. He plays very good isolation ball, and that's, that's cool and all, but 
you're not Kobe Bryant who who could do that and get his team moving at the same time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's going to be his problem in the long run. Now what I did observe is the same kryptonite that they had last year. I saw them doing a lot of three-pointers against the Lakers and I was like, all right, I'm glad you can do this, but where's the penetration? I don't see y'all taking it to the hoop. So if y'all are having like an off jump shot game, it's going to be very evident. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I can't stress enough, like maybe y'all should work on that. Yeah. And I think we talked about it last week on the show, um, how the Celtics, they played so much better last season without Hayward and without Kyrie. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I, I think we mentioned it was they have Terry Rozier. They have yeah, uh, he played nicely too. Yeah, and Jalen Brown, a couple of other guys that are they're all kind of they're good, but and you saw it in the playoffs with them last year. They're all kind of selfish players as well. And I think you add Kyrie to the mix oh. and Gordon, and I think he just gets Gordon under wasn't their so bad. He'll at least pass the ball, in my opinion, more. Yeah, than but Kyrie. he's just not yeah. scoring. Like in that game, he he was coming off the bench. You know, on Saturday, he scored 15 points. Woo! You know what I mean? In 30 minutes. Woo! He's a 20-point guy. Woo! you got to be scoring 20 points. Woo! Woo! Mr. Bill! See, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mister! <laughs> That's, like, pretty much how I feel yeah, about it right now. Exactly. Did I ever tell you uh, I was on a cruise with him? No! Yeah, what? dude. Randomly. So, I'm on this cruise. The uh, Oasis of the Seas, I think it was. Royal Caribbean. <laughs> I'm in. They have like anybody that's been on a cruise with them, you know, they have like a little gambling area or a little mini casino Uh-oh. on the ship. So your boy was down there, like uh, <laughs> that's a metaphor for throwing cash, y'all. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting down, and uh, Hayward and his entourage roll up. Sit at the table I'm playing blackjack at. Dude, why act, is it always blackjack with act, you? Dude, they act like they're owning the table. I will give uh, Gordon credit on this. He was actually a nice guy. Entourage, total DBs. <laughs> and I was like, uh, guys, it, you know, and I. I They're like, yo, Whitey, get out of here. And I'm like, but he's a Whitey, too. He's a, he's, we're all Whitey here, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. So I'm not, we're not racist by any means. No, no. But it was like, it was just interesting. Yeah, so yeah, he's a nice guy. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> not that great after that leg broken bro broken broken so yeah i mean it's gordon hayward so they they're just not playing as well as they could but i do still think they are one of the big three in the east one of the big no, four i I, say. I agree i still agree you i'm just saying this Bucks, is something to, Raptors, to adjust going in sixers celtics those t- any of those four teams can make it but um Tell me who's available for off season. So this is you were mentioning what can the Lakers do earlier. Mm-hmm. The only thing they can do is go out and get one of these free agents. I'm about to read to you. you I'm going to read them out. You give me a one out of ten uh, scale on how much the Lakers should go after this person. Ten being they should they have to go after him. One being leave him alone. Okay. We got Kyrie Irving free agent this summer. Four. Four. Mm-hmm. So they could go after him, but okay. he's not that big a deal. Kevin Durant. Seven. Seven? Okay. Actually, seven, eight. I'll say eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. You say that because you think that they don't have a chance of getting him? Well, or you just don't think he's the best fit? I think he's a great fit. 
He's I just th- not the perfect fit. No, no, no. I think the problem is, is that there's going to be a salary problem that's about to emerge in Golden State. They need to pursue that real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so you're thinking he's going to stay, but in in Golden they State, they can't. I don't know if they have the money to afford him. Well, that brings me to the next person, Clay Thompson. They're going to offer him max money. Who is? They're going to give him the Golden State Warriors are going to pay him a max contract. Clay? Yeah. That's stupid. Actually, it's not. He deserves it. He's been loyal. He's improved. You know what I mean? Splash brother from day one, bro. And I I would I would do the Patriots motto on that one, dude. If you you're worth you're worth to me. 14 million a year. Lakers. That's how much you're worth. You're Lakers. not worth 32 million a year. I don't know. Sorry. Bro. He, Go way down somebody else's payroll. <laughs> so Lakers will probably be uh five to six on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll try, but he's probably not going to. This one's an interesting one to me. Yeah. Kimball Walker, graduate from Yukon Huskies. Ruff, 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 ruff. Uh I'm gonna go with uh two. Ball yeah, because who cares about him? <laughs> LeBron is not going to play. I, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really believe he was an all-star, but it's whatever. Garbage. He's also yeah. kind of short. And yeah. I am I mean, maybe that's just me being height supremacist, but uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Nine. I was going to say, you got to go nine or ten on him. He's yeah. an L.A. guy already. He's already expressed interest mm-hmm. in the Lakers. If you don't He's go after patient. him. He's been patient. He's... I, I know he's been quiet. That's why he's like, I'm not going to play my cards for y'all, Toronto. Yes. I'm really trying to bounce out of here. Well, <laughs> so. and he's out of all the people we just went over, he's the person that has the greatest chance of actually staying in LA after LeBron, LeBron, LeBron leaves. leaves yeah. yeah, or gets hurt, which will probably, probably happen, happen first. <laughs> uh, next one, one of my least favorite players in the league, Jimmy Butler. Mm-mm. No. Zero. Two. One. Two. Okay. Two. Two. There's no. They don't. If need they, him. if he says he wants to go there, and, and they have no other options, would you take him? Absolutely not. Okay, so it's zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah, like <laughs> leave him not, alone. Yeah, we don't need your ego over here, bro. We already got a lot of stuff on the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the burner. And the last big one on my list, uh, a recent addition to me, Tobias Harris, used to be on the the Clippers. Got traded to the Sixers, where I've watched him extensively now that he's been traded. Very good player. Can do everything on the floor. Um, reminds me of a more experienced Kuzma, honestly. He's got – like, he can Agreed. handle the ball. He plays Agreed. great defense. So, I, I I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to go with eight again. Eight? Him, yeah. Decent. Would you, would you give him max money, though? I would not give him max, but okay. I'd offer him something that's pretty – pretty lucrative you maybe know like I mean? 20 yeah that's what i'm saying 20 to 20 something to w- definitely wet the beak yeah you know what i mean like okay. you you don't need to be paid max but yeah i need to get paid so. okay well all right i like it i like it that's some good nba talk brother hey hey all right so uh we're about to go into my next segment shooting two, two. one of the favorite ones and that's going to be on the other side of the break on i'll, I'll tell, tell you what, what? What's up? We bad, baby. We got shooting two now. Coming to the line, number 24, Kyle Blizzard Man Pritchett. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. All right. So for shooting two today, I really want to get into 
an issue that occurred last night on Monday, March 11th, 2019. Tell me about it, Stud. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the game. There was an NBA game between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz. The game was played in Salt Lake City, Utah. All right. Um, there has been a history between Russell Westbrook, the guard for the Thunder, and the city of Utah, the players and the fans going back to last year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, the the main issue here is Russell feels, and he's had a lot of NBA players coming out of the woodwork backing him up on this, that the fans in Utah are over the top with uh, their heckling, mm -hmm. essentially. So they've been known to take it one, two, three, four, five steps too far. I know I'm not exaggerating. This is like uh, y'all can't see my up. face. I literally was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, they they take it really, really far. For instance, this incident last night happened. It was in the I believe it was in the third quarter. Russell's actually on the bench, and a fan um, that's a three rows up starts yelling at Westbrook when he comes off the court and says. You know, hey, uh, why don't you get down on your knees like you're used to? <laughs> and Russell, like, this apparently was like the last thing that the guy said to him. Uh, and Russell just like yells at him like, hey, I'll, I'll F you up, man, or whatever. <laughs> and the guy like apparently like keeps saying stuff to him. There's a video out, by the way, of like somebody in the front row, like videoing Westbrook yelling at the guy. And uh, it's you can't see the guy in the video. The guy's like behind the person taking the video. Um, his name is Shane Kiesel. And he so, so supposedly he said that he said, you, you should get down back on your knees where you've been before or something. And supposedly there were racial elements that you know, like, we didn't hear in there. Sorry to, to interrupt you. Just so you guys know, if you go to an NBA game point blank period they tell you not to do that you can be ejected or prosecuted no. yeah you're you're totally fine yeah <laughs> uh -huh. with doing anything related to the game so like if you want to support your team and you want to yell and say like you know you suck at basketball or like you can't shoot for crap whatever all that's in bounds like that's i mean i wouldn't do it necessarily yeah. because i mean it's kind of immature but there that's like inbounds, so yeah. to speak. So what's not inbounds is when you get personal with insults. Yes. Or if you talk about somebody's family or somebody's wife or somebody's kids That's or somebody's cool. parents, basically you get personal beyond the game. That's when it's, it's out of bounds. Mm -hmm. And technically you're right. In any NBA arena, the ushers and uh, the security at the arena are, are trained to escort those kinds of people like, out. find you very quickly. <laughs> now, here's the problem. In Utah, they don't do that. They give you a card. They hand you a card. An usher will hand you a card that says, hey, this is an official warning. You're violating the rules of engagement at this NBA game. If we see you do this again, you will be ejected from the event. Mm -hmm. Okay. So somebody gets a card. Hand it to them. I play this in defense mode. Exactly. You're like, cool, got it. All right, well, I guess I'll just like wait until you walk away and then do, do it, it some again. more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this becomes increasingly problematic as you get closer to the court where you have better access to the players because the NBA is the one sport where you have 
immediate access to the players on their level in the game. You're right in the action. So they have to uh, patrol this in a more vigilant manner. Now, I wanted to come at this from two sides, and I know I kind of took a little bit of time to explain it. But so from the player's perspective, right? So this is going to be my first shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So from a player's perspective, you're out there on the court. You're playing ball. You're going hard every play. uh, And you come back to the bench and you're just trying to like get your strategy, trying to figure out what you need to do in this game. This is your job. This is what you get paid to do. Now, there is an inherent risk. You know, going into it, that there are other people in there watching you all the time. You have an audience and they are not muzzled. They have the ability to, to speak and going through your playing days throughout your high school, college, into your NBA days, you've heard probably all that there is to hear out of most fans. Most likely, you've probably heard a- anything under the sun. Um, so it's going to take a lot to really rile you up. Now, as Russ, as a player, we know him as being a – like. A mad dog out there. You know what I mean? He's ride or die with his team, his family. Like, he will fight you if you're disrespecting him or anybody that he loves or cares about. And honestly, like, that's kind of an endearing aspect of him. Yeah. He's like, I respect that. He's, he's 100% all the time. So for him, he's a player. He hears, you know, somebody heckling and they're using racial epitaphs. They're, because, Guys, and I hate to say this, I was just in Utah, in Salt Lake City. It's like, it's a whiteout. And I, they, they're they so isolated in that city because there's no other cities close to them. They're in the middle of the mountains. If you're from that area, you don't, you don't necessarily go out and experience a lot of different things. All you know is what that is. And I think that's what a lot of people think the South is like, which is not the case we are very we're actually more accepting of other cultures than a lot of other areas in america exactly. because we have more cultures but if you're in an area where all you have is one you don't necessarily get that interaction you don't understand how hurtful the things you say are or maybe you do understand and you just, just don't, don't care. care so anyway i had to like get that in there no no you you so these people don't there's no there's no fear at hurling these words you know what i mean to to russell so, you know, racial epitaph flies out, says, get back on your knees where you were before, where you belong. And so Russ just, you know, doesn't do anything, but screams back, you know, like, I'll F you up. Yeah. And I- then and then apparently the guy's wife says something to him, too. He's like, no, I'll F you up. You and your wife, I'll F you up. And like, <laughs> that's where he got into trouble Sorry. because they were like, whoa. Why'd you say that? And yeah. so now that everybody's talking like, whoa, he probably shouldn't have said that part. But everybody kind of understands because of all this stuff that's coming out about the guy who wrote it. Now, let's flip it over. Okay, that was the, shot one. Got that it. Was shot that one. That went right. in. Got it. Yeah. So Switch. we're going to flip it over to Shane Kiesel's point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Shane's, you know, going out to the game. He's excited. He's with his wife. He's in Utah. That's the only sports team they have there in Salt Lake City. Whatever. They're they're pumped. Pro sports. Woo! So they go. They have seats three rows up in uh, behind the Thunder bench. And so they're pretty pumped. They're in the game. Uh, they've had a few beers. You know, they're laughing. They're having a great time. The, uh, the Jazz are kind of back and forth at this point in the game. 
and he Russell comes back from playing, goes to sit on the bench, and you're thinking, I hate Russell Westbrook. You know what? He's he's rude. He yells at everybody. I hate his guts. He is like whatever you think about him in a negative way. And so he just starts mouthing off. Whatever comes, whatever the first thing that comes to mind, he's behind a keyboard essentially. You know what I mean? I'm protected. I'm in the crowd. Nothing can go wrong. What like I I paid money to be here. I'm gonna like light this guy up with whatever I have to say, regardless, because I'm protected. It's a keyboard mentality. That's where he's coming from. And I hate to say it, it's not right at all, but that is a large majority of America. And I, I don't know the world. I can only speak for like what I've seen, but it seems like we got a lot of keyboard heroes out here oh, we that do. think that they can say whatever they want with no consequences. And at some point, guys, that's going to give. We got our, I mean, I'm not getting political, but we got the president of the country on the, the same thing that ever, all the like citizens are on. So everybody's using this. And at some point, somebody's going to get real, real upset about something. Or yeah. what we've seen just now is going to start happening in real life. And people are not going to take kindly to it. And you're going to have altercations. So this is something that is reminiscent of Malice in the Palace. Mm-hmm. And this there are things in place for that. But yeah, I, I think one, the NBA already just sorry to jump in here no no they, they better it. do something about that there like you said this isn't the first time it's happened in salt lake mm-hmm. it, you know what i mean so <clears throat> you're gonna have to fix that yeah that's not appealing to, to some people and i understand like the area and the demographic but that's right. still unacceptable exactly and you're not so. as isolated anymore Everybody knows now this is like this event combined with a few others that have taken place within the last couple of years in that area have really focused the national attention to be like, whoa, Utah is kind of racist. <laughs> and I, I mean, hey, we got listeners in Utah. I'm not saying everybody's like that, no. but I'm just saying we need to definitely work as communities to make sure we're educated yes. and make sure that everybody understands we're all human beings. We're all capable of learning and growing. So let's try and continue to do so. Agreed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, swish, swish, you know, two <laughs> points up. We're good. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into some Overwatch Watch. League. And we'll uh, we'll let you guys go. But uh, we got a couple more things that we want to tell, tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> 